All right, week number nine for the uh, Direct Motocross Friday update brought to you by RP Race Performance. Uh, this is one of those ones I had kind of circled in my old calendar here. It's number nine. Uh, interesting question for him I'm going to ask is, uh, are we ever going to see him have to run the number nine in Canada? We may not ever <laughs> see it, but uh, no, we've got uh, Dylan right on here defending multi-time champ. Uh, Dylan, buddy, thanks for chatting with us this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no worries. I know you're down in Florida and it's a hectic week, but uh, yeah, happy to be able to uh, connect with you. All right, buddy. I'll out myself. I thought today was Thursday. I screwed everything up. And I- <laughs> <laughs> it's the way she goes. When you're li- when you're down here, it's Daytona week. Every day kind of blends in. I got you. I feel you. Yeah, you drive all night. You get here. You don't know what's going on. Anyway, it turns out it's <laughs> yeah. not my. It's not a slap. That, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people around. I mean, even at the track for us this week, there's always extra people and well, like, uh, filming guys a bunch of you know extra extracurricular stuff going on so <laughs> it's uh it's a heck of a week for everybody well i appreciate you being nice but i'm also just a bit of an idiot so that doesn't help <laughs> I, I, I didn't say it you know <laughs> okay so it's week nine where have we got you man i know we just talked a second ago uh before we pushed record here but uh where you're heading to uh, do some more riding right yeah, yeah, just heading to the track today. It should be a pretty mellow day. All, all the guys, Supergrass guys, are pretty much gone to uh, Daytona. So, smaller day at the track today. And, yeah, just on my way to the track. Just left Chance's place not that long ago. And, yeah, should be a good day of riding anyways. What? What? Am I supposed to be at the track right now? <laughs> what day is it, Dylan? Okay, well, um, I mean, people listening to this obviously will want to know. Um, what, like, what are you doing? Where are you staying? Where are you riding? You mentioned the Supercross guys. Tell everybody uh, what the... Uh, what you're doing right now yeah so um just down here in florida at uh at hunter's place the dog pound as we call it I actually got chance's dog in the vehicle right now i'm kind of babysitting him for the day so what kind of dog yeah it's uh, yeah i got a dog for the day what kind of dog <laughs> and uh yeah so just down here riding training um staying at chance hymas's place so you know where he's Kind of became pretty good buddies last year down here, and then he ended up getting his own place. So I ended up staying with him and being roommates and stuff. And, you know, everybody around here lives about 10 minutes from each other in Dade City. So it's kind of, you know, we all go cycling together, train together, ride together. It's uh, it's pretty fun, honestly. Keeps me uh, keeps me a little young hanging around these guys. I'll tell you that for free. I'll tell you that for free. Hey, how, how old are you these days anyway, Dylan? 26. 26. I feel young still, but hanging around some of these guys, I'm like, dang, I'm kind of getting old. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I know I've mentioned this before in podcast interviews I've done with people and stuff, but 26 was the oldest I ever felt in my life getting old because school was done. I was out of university. It was time to get serious. It was time to get you know a real job and everything. And, and it's funny. At 20, you think you're old, but uh, you're not. No, no, exactly. No, I, I mean, I'm kind of you know at the point where like i, I want to race for a long time still so it's just kind of i feel like i'm just kind of getting going you know <laughs> right hey okay so i, I kind of joked off the top there about uh your why did you pick number nine anyway uh well with the point system or like the number system we got um it just kind of made sense because i <laughs> could pick a one digit number um and there was a few open at the time but the iconic year that kind of set out for me because i was going to 450 that year on a honda was Clatt's rookie year when he was number nine on oh. a, on blackfoot 
Um, so I just thought it was sick. I'm like, I'm going to 450 and wanted like a standout year like he had. And I was like, oh, sick. Why not pick number nine and do it kind of justice, hopefully. <laughs> That's good. If anybody out there listening to this, uh, go over to YouTube and just kind of search some uh, Dusty Clad stuff. If you see one where he's on the number nine, check out some of his uh, some of his clips because they're pretty impressive, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was uh, he was like lights out that year. Um, him and I think he was, he was battling Colt and JS that year, I believe, right? Was it uh, JS? Yeah, I guess it would have been. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty gnarly, uh, pretty gnarly year. I just remember because I was right at the age where like I was right into it, like um, a ton into it. So it was um, yeah, it was pretty sick for me. And then I, I was on a Honda and everything, so it kind of worked out good. Right, yeah. If you can find the one where uh, Coster and Travers just going nuts when he's uh, at uh, um, Wild Rose in Calgary, the, the start of that race where he's just scrubbing the heck out of the bike and just cruising. That's that's that's, that's kind of my memorable uh, video of him for sure. But yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he uh, that year was yeah that year was lights out. He was he was on one that year. Right. Okay. So you pick number. So you're number nine. I, I joked like are, they weren't going to let you pick number one. Uh, no, that, that that's for the the champion guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess who that's been. I would be a sick career number, but. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, okay, so number nine. There's a story on the number nine. Now, what um, uh, last year, obviously, 2023 was a it was a pretty pretty big year, man. You had uh, you had a whole lot of stuff going on: private life, personal life, racing, traveling. What was uh, looking back at last year? I'll ask you that classic question. Kind of what was what were the highlights last year for you, man? Like there were some big big moments. Yeah, I think the obviously the championship is a big one every year. I mean, when you're able to, you know, stay healthy and have a good year and win the championship, that's always kind of the highlight of the year. Um, and so that was that was obviously you know kind of the goal heading into the heading into 2023 was to get the championship again. And especially coming after the after my knee surgery and everything, I mean, you're always a little bit of a question mark when you get back on the bike and can I get back to the level that I was at and. I think it's. I started out maybe a little rusty on the West Coast a bit and was making some mistakes, but I kind of cleaned it up for the East Coast and felt like myself again. So that part, um, that part, I was really happy with, and I've been able to kind of keep the momentum kind of going into the off season here. And I'm feeling really good on the bike early. And, um, feel like I'm ahead of the game a little bit. So um, that's kind of always nice as a rider when you feel like you're in a good spot, even starting out the season. So yeah, I think it was good. And then the other highlight I think probably was um, like obviously going over to nations and everything, getting picked for team Canada. That's always, you know, a pretty cool feeling um, representing your country. Although we didn't have the results, I think we all would have liked, but I mean, such as life, sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta learn from the crappier days and, to uh, you know, have some better days in the future. So I think we learned a lot this year, and next year I think the team, whether I'm on it or not, I think we'll are uh, we'll be able to take what we learned this year and um, hopefully put it to good use next year or this year at Matterly. Um, and then yeah, other than that, just some personal life stuff. We went on a honeymoon with my wife. We went to Greece and it was beautiful and had a great time there. So um, yeah, it was obviously a busy, hectic year as normal, but um, you know we're having fun. <laughs> nice. Now, hey, I forgot. Uh, people are probably listening to this are going, hey, he was trying to ask you what kind of dog Chance Hymas has, and you 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 were you were he probably didn't hear me ask you that, but what kind of dog is it? It's a uh, a Rottweiler. So uh-huh. he's about I don't know seven months old, and. Uh, you know full of piss and vinegar still so he's just a puppy so we're still we're still in the training phase we kind of 
getting them dialed in, but we're getting there slowly. That's awesome. My <laughs> as neighbor. He's, as he's jumping around the truck right now. <laughs> That's awesome. My neighbor has a seven-month-old Rottweiler. They're hilarious. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. And he's like, he's still in the phase where like his feet and everything are too big for him. So when he's running around, it's just kind of funny. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, and- he's clumsy and it's funny. We have, we have a good time. He's He's a good pup, though. Nice, yeah. And now you also okay. So we're talking about um, didn't have the results at Motocross of Nations. Um, do you did you feel like you had a lot of pressure? You, did you feel like you were trying to carry the team? You know what I mean? Or was it just racing incidents that can happen anywhere? <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know. I think obviously we had a little bit of pressure because I feel like we had a really good team going into the event, and I think um, I mean we had all the recipe to have a great year, but. You know, like I said, it's racing sometimes, and you know, sometimes you have to deal with the hand you're dealt a little bit, and that's, I mean, it happens, right? It's like I said, it's racing, and um, you live and learn. But yeah, I feel like, I, I mean, I feel like I kind of let some people down and just made some mistakes that could have been avoided possibly if I'd have been some different scenarios. So I mean, we always work towards getting better, and you know, that's what we're focused on. We just keep driving forward and i i'm a big believer you know you you learn from your your bad days and like i said earlier make the good days better and i mean you sometimes you gotta get beat down to get back up and you know achieve better stuff in the future so i think it's just it's all part of the journey and i know in canadian moto we're in a really good spot with with the guys that we um have potential sending every year and our speed's good and um our experience is getting up there so i i know there'd be good things to come for canadians in the future it's just a matter of um kind of how the cards get laid down sometimes all right yeah okay uh, it, it made it tough for me to try to get uh, post-race interviews too because everyone uh, nobody was exactly thrilled afterwards and then everybody just scattered to their to their flights and everything too pretty quickly so i didn't really get the uh, yeah <laughs> yeah I, I stuck around a bit but i was i was hurting man i was i was a little bit of hit my head leg was all banged up and wasn't um wasn't ideal but yeah so if i if i was a little short-ended on that i, I apologize i was probably just not in a great headspace to well, you, uh you weren't alone to, yeah no but i mean it's part it's part of it we gotta we gotta we gotta do the media stuff win or lose draw i mean it's, it's part of the game hey you're a big podcast guy now you know that you now you're gonna learn that firsthand yeah yeah exactly yeah off the gate pod let's go (laughs) (laughs) hey speak um so okay so now we're heading into another season you got another title defend are you you're 26 you know 26 married all kinds of other stuff coming at you nowadays well are you still finding the training and all the the regular daily grind is it fun still is it like a job how does it feel to you these days i guess just trying to do new things Yeah, I still enjoy it. I mean, like I said, I still feel young at heart, right? Like, I mean, I just still feel like I'm 20 years old, still chasing the dream, you know what I mean? And, um, I mean, that's motivating for me, just, you know, the, putting in the work. And I almost enjoy it maybe more than I did now because, you know, sometimes you're just kind of either you're searching and stuff. And now I feel like, you know, with Colton's guidance and with my trainer and everybody, we've been working together for so long that just, I mean, I have a program that I know kind of works for me now and I'm able to um, just kind of put in the work day in, day out. And, um, you know, I think when you get a little bit older, you have a little bit different sight on like what, um, what, I don't know. It's like, it's weird. Cause you get a different side of like what, all my other buddies are doing on a daily 
routine, right? I'm going to work and um, doing that. And I'm like, yeah, I get to just go ride my dirt bike and go to the gym and everything. And I mean, it gives you a different outlook where sometimes you're a kid and you put in this gnarly work and you're like, dang, man, this is a lot of work and stuff. But then it's like, you look now at my age, you look at it and you're like, oh, this is, this is actually pretty cushy. <laughs> yeah. There's so many guys quit and then go get real jobs and go, why did I quit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now at the age where I kind of, all my buddies, you know, are kind of doing it and they're like, oh, you know, you're lucky. And I'm like, yeah, at some point, I mean, the jo- our job comes with, you know, different pains in the ass, I guess we could put it that way. But I mean, it, at the end of the day, we're still riding our dirt bikes and having fun. And I think that's the most important thing of like, even you look at some guys in the U.S. is like everybody's having fun and they're going to be racing longer than, you know, everybody retiring at 26, 27 um back in the day like when i was a kid all like carmichael and villapoto and all those guys retiring early and i think it's just kind of now everybody's having more fun with the training and everybody we all know a little bit more of like rest is a good thing right. <laughs> you know whereas maybe back then it was everybody you know was kind of driving their bodies into the ground so thanks I a lot think, ricky yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i think i think there's a lot more science behind it too right i mean as it evolves the science behind athletic sports in general it gets a lot more behind you know the rest and everything so i think um i think athletes in general um these days um i think we kind of get the rest that we need it's important yeah now okay so you're talking okay the motivation is still there you're having fun kind of thinking of what the uh the the alternative would be now okay so next on your list would be uh you know tying jsr and then of course you got to go after uh colton fasciati i mean there's a couple more years are these kind of things that uh, you think about and say two years go by is that uh you got to be you got to go ahead of colton or what's uh, what's the motivation yeah i mean there's always that little motivation chip on the shoulder i guess you could say to uh, kind of beat those guys, I guess, in the championship realm of things. But I mean, honestly, for me, like a lot of people ask me, like, "Oh, where do you think you stand?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm I'll, in my head, I'll always be behind those guys, just because I grew up watching them, and I mean, with Colt training with him and um, watching him achieve some of those championships. So, like, I will never put myself in front of those guys because they're just such iconic." legends um to me so um yeah beating them and stuff would be like that but i'll never fulfill like like feel like i'm you know surpassed them because they've i mean it's just in my brain they're the they're the legends of our sport right and i think um as an athlete i mean i am anyways it's just like i'll you know you're never gonna be beat the guys that were great when you were a kid right it's just kind of i don't know the way i was brought up or whatnot i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah no it's true and um i mean did you well this kind of goes nice little segue into who your new uh your new teammate is but uh, i did an interview with him and i asked him about that kind of obviously because yeah he's raced all these guys and he's uh he's already thinking you're doing stuff that those guys weren't so i know you're not going to comment on this but uh he's uh, he's thinking you uh, you've got what it takes to to actually put yourself above those guys so that's uh, that's coming in the future but Talking about Tyler Medalli here, man. What uh, what's it like having him as a training partner and stuff? And how's that going? Yeah, um, it's awesome. I actually brought his bikes and stuff down for him. We haven't ridden a ton together yet, um, just because like I was down here for a few weeks and then had to go to the bike shows and everything. And he's actually staying in St. Augustine, so it's a few hours away. But he brought his camper and everything down, so he's actually coming out here next week, I believe, to come do some training and riding and stuff. So we'll, we'll be able to train together and um, go on cycles. So he can probably kick my butt on the on the bicycle side of things. I would imagine maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think 
I think it'll be good. I'm excited. He's a guy that I, I mean, when I was young at Sandalee, obviously we grew up not too far from each other. He's a guy that I kind of looked up to as like, you know, the icon. And when I was a kid, before I even really started following the nationals. And, um, so it's super cool to have him. It's come full circle, um, for the sport for me in Canada anyways, having him as a teammate. And I think it's cool because when I was a kid I actually like when he moved to the pro stuff i actually took his amateur number and i had to go my, my dad made me go up and ask him like hey you know <laughs> i looked up to you can I, I run your amateur number and so he ended up kind of telling me yeah and which was then, what uh, number tell people the number i ran it for a long time what number <laughs> 117. Uh, yeah, I've got photos of the old, on the old Yamaha at the Transcan there of you on the yeah. 117. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Number till I was about 12. And then when my granddad passed away, I switched to, to like, uh, 539, which was my granddad's birth date. Because um, he used to race horses, so it was kind of a tribute to my granddad at that point. Um, but that's when I switched from Tyler's number. Um, so I ran it for a while. Oh, my dad I would have to be 639 then. My uh, my dad was a 639. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um yeah, so oh Tyler will be there next week. Okay, cool cuz after Daytona I'll be heading up that way, so hopefully uh, you guys will be together up there. I'll be able to pop in. Yeah, I think that's that's sort of the plan. Um, I mean, we all know Tyler. He kind of runs on his own schedule, but um, <laughs> that's sort of the plan. So he should be down here. Hey, what, um, what's the second best sport in the world? What's that? What's the second best sport? Hockey. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big, a big Ottawa Senators fan, but even though our team is not very good this year, but yeah, I have to stay true to my hometown team you know i think it's time you switch over to being a vancouver canucks fan this year could be the one oh vancouver is gnarly this year yeah i don't know yeah they've turned it around and i mean it's actually pretty impressive they've uh they've turned their core guys into the guys that they need and then the young guys are kind of following suit so it's it's pretty sweet yeah it's kind of i always joke with people it's kind of a funny it's a the the best team of people you've never heard of a lot of people who <laughs> people who aren't canucks fans already but uh, who are these guys yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's sick. Uh, I think I hope Ottawa's taking some notes and uh, kind of do a little bit of the same thing. <laughs> okay, so um, next week, obviously, too, is the uh, day in the dirt down south. You uh, lining up for that? I'm not sure, actually. I randomly thought it was this weekend, but then that makes no sense because Daytona's this weekend. So um, I'm not sure. Maybe if I got nothing going on next weekend, see what kind of few of the boys are doing. Um, maybe try and go out there. I know T Diggs will probably be racing, so maybe I'll hop into a team event because I'm literally down the road from Dade, like where Chance's house is. We can hear the bikes on like the Thursday night practice or whatever. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm really not that far. So yeah, I might I might head down there and see if I can race one of those team events. I don't know if I'll do like the three hour one or whatever, but just because I. I tend to stick my training during the week, so it's like it'll be just an extracurricular day for me. <laughs> so it'll be like my fifth day of riding during the week. So right. um, maybe do like the one-hour teams event or something. It's like, it's always a pretty sick event. Like for anybody who's never done it, I did it for the first time last year and like showed up late, had no idea what I was getting myself into, never rode the track prior to like when they – I guess raise the flag. It's not really drop the gate, but, and I honestly just, I had a, a ton of fun. Like it was, you go onto the road, you're in the bush, you're, there's guys everywhere. Like there's so many guys on the track at the time. So it's just, 
it was definitely an experience. It was fun. So I, I might try to get down there and do it again. Nice. All right. And for, the, for those people who don't, I always, I mean, won't get into it too much, but uh, that uh, I was just amazed at, I don't know if there's anywhere else in, in the country that's like this, but that whole Dade City motocross scene is just incredible. It's, it's its own little entity there, man. It's like you can almost make a career out of being a Dade City superstar. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Aiden, um, Aiden, just a good buddy of ours down here. He's like on the, he's like the poster boy for Dade City because he's from Dade City and he's racing Supercross and everything now. So, I mean, uh, yeah, you can like the Thursday night races and Saturday night stuff and they have their own race series and everything. Yeah. They got a lot going on and it, it almost reminds me of like Calgary a bit because it's right in the town. I mean, Calgary is obviously a bigger city and stuff, but it's right at the fairgrounds and the tracks there and they have night riding and stuff like that. So they got a pretty cool um they got some pretty cool stuff going on there yeah it's wild wild okay um i before i let you go here uh we'll kind of start winding it down here but uh, speaking of the that new uh, off the gate podcast how is that going and is it fun what do you what do you got planned how's that going yeah, it's going awesome. I mean, we started it just kind of in the off season. We didn't have much going on, and we were just, I think we talked about it on the podcast, just chilling at my house, um, having a couple bevies around the island. And um, yeah, it just kind of came about. I was like, hey, man, it'd be sick to just start a podcast and let people kind of have more insight on more of what we do behind the scenes than because everybody sees, you know, we do like podcasts with yourself and everything. But it's like, I try and let myself loose a little bit more on on our podcast and kind of let people into kind of what behind the scenes a little bit more and have my honest opinion on some of the, like the <laughs> listener questions and stuff like that and and sometimes I'm pretty harsh but I think you know that's what some people want to hear so it's just been it's been really fun and with Dario and Tanner we all have a pretty good chemistry we're really good buddies and um yeah we're having a having a good time with it and it's growing some traction and it's um it's been fun honestly it's um keeps us busy <laughs> it keeps us in touch and um just talking about canadian moto it's been fun nice now do you have other riders like guest riders or mostly call-in stuff how do you do you can tell i listen to it we, every week yeah well, so far <laughs> we've just done our own thing it's just um just the three of us touching on some topics and stuff okay. as we get into the season maybe we'll have a couple like guest um interviews and stuff like that but for right now it's just uh, us three kind of doing the thing we're we're new to podcasts right so it's like we're not doing any of the um like calling stuff and recording because i personally just don't know how to do it so um, we're just keeping it pretty chill right now and just the three of us doing it and i think people are liking it so far so um yeah it's been good hey do you remember well of course you remember you know it was like your dad and and me kind of that whole pink palace pirate radio man we kind of got that nonsense rolling up in canada way back when <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but i remember my dad doing that on the top of the bus yeah, oh yeah going to the track and yeah. stuff and it was super cool for me because they had like michael willard and all the and chisholm and these guys coming on top of the bus yeah. talking to my dad i'm like what the heck are these guys doing here but yeah it was kind of cool you and my dad kind of started that and, um i mean look what it kind of turned out to be now we got tv and everything so yeah man that was <laughs> pretty cool just like the live the live stuff has come such a long way since then and it really doesn't feel like that long ago no it doesn't i know and i remember we started the, the point of us doing well for it from my perspective it was just to show that it could be done and that it should be being done and we should be doing stuff live from you know anyway it all worked out because now look where we are where everything's live but okay so um okay how much longer are you down here when are you heading home and are you going to do any preseason races uh it's a good question um basically i'm down here until the team wants me back at gopher um so uh, normally it's like mid end of april 
um, for the most part, depending on weather, but the weather is looking pretty dang good yeah. uh, at home these days. So uh, probably be like, yeah, mid to end of April and uh, preseason races. I think we always do the one at Gopher for the most part. So I'll probably be there probably be like every other year. It seems to work out all right where we can, you know, try our race bikes and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of the plan. So, um, yeah, I think should be about, you know, same plan and courses the other years so should be all right and uh yeah be down here in the sunshine till then anyways and just grinding it out nice hey what do you um are you a big chef are you cooking yourself or do you have a restaurant you like to go to what do you do for what's your kind of cooking situation yeah i like to cook a lot just i like to eat you know like fresh food and stuff like that sometimes restaurants aren't always the best for you um so yeah i cook chances he's young right so his cooking skills aren't really that great to be honest (laughs) so i tend to cook a lot at the house and uh we go out to eat you know it's u.s mindset we go out to eat once or twice a week and um especially with those guys traveling a lot and stuff it's um makes it a little bit easier to kind of go out to eat so um yeah we go with the boys but it's normally just the whole crew like jet hunter myself chance aiden drew adams um we always kind of hang out and go to kind of go out to eat and get out a little bit nice that's that's, uh that's a pretty it's kind of a pretty a list of riders you're kind of hanging out with both sides of the border that's pretty uh that's pretty fun i'd like to be a fly on the wall some of those nights (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's fun i mean we keep it super light obviously with those guys they pretty serious business on the weekend but we keep it really like during the week to be honest it's pretty everybody's just yeah i mean it's just a bunch of buddies poking fun at each other for the most part like that's basically what it is and they're all pretty young so it's, it gets aggressive once in a while but it's awesome <laughs> hey i gotta ask you you mean i don't know you may not want to answer this at all but uh as far as jet lawrence goes i mean it almost seems like there's some backlash now you know what I mean? he got too big too quickly and it's all it's tough to be at the top does he talk about what uh like man i got to do something different about so you know just try to ch- i don't know you know what i'm saying it's kind of gets uh there is a bit of backlash it seems does he feel that does he ever say anything yeah i mean there is some on the internet but i mean i'm not a big like i don't really like social media for that because anybody can basically say anything about anybody so um he doesn't really mention it i don't think it's a big worry it is like he's more focused on the racing and doing his thing um i don't think he puts a lot of attention into kind of what goes on behind the scenes so i think on that front he's pretty good and they're well surrounded right like with Dazzy and Burner and um, Truman and everybody like these guys have all been through it like if you think about even like the Stuart and Chad and that kind of era and everything like these guys have been through it and they know it comes full circle like I mean Jet's got an insane amount of talent and it kind of just comes with being in that territory people are going to love you, are going to hate you, are going to love you again like it's just it kind of just goes in waves especially nowadays with social media so I think uh, as a younger guy, he does a pretty good job of just blocking it out and honestly just having fun riding his dirt bike. I think that's what it boils down to for him is just go ride your dirt bike, kid. Like, <laughs> right. And it, it kind of proves the two cliches. Well, the second one's not a cliche, but the, it's lonely at the top for one. And then uh, never, ever read the comments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's just the social media game. Yeah. It is, oh, I terrible. mean, it is what it is and it'll never change. But I just find it unfortunate. Like you make a small little mistake or whatever and people you know want to kind of have your ass but it's just i mean you can't pay attention to it because in the grand scheme of things it really doesn't matter like you know there's those people will still come and get your autograph on the weekend realistically (laughs) so 
Um, <laughs> so I think for, especially for the guys down here, it's just a matter of just kind of doing your thing and, and trusting that what you're doing is the best. And I mean, that's kind of half of what the battle is. And I mean, unless you're just being a complete dick, which none of these guys down here really are, everybody seems to be pretty cool and get along. So, um, I think it's, I think it's all right. Nice. Hey, are you going to go watch Daytona? Yeah, I'm going to go up tomorrow morning, I think, and just go up and watch a couple qualifying and watch the races and drive back after. Okay. It should be a pretty relaxed day. I told the, told the guys I'm going to go out. I'm just going to kind of walk around, hang out. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, it should be all right. I, I want to go cheer these guys on. It was either do Daytona or go to Nashville. So Daytona is just a little bit easier. Right. Closer. Just drive up. And now, obviously, everybody's going to want me to ask you this. Is American Supercross in your future? Uh, like full series of it depends on kind of where I go and teams and stuff like that. But for now, no, I think, um, I have a pretty good deal kind of up in Canada and kind <laughs> yeah. of doing my thing up there. So, um, that's pretty good, but I do want to race one or two, maybe three rounds one year, but I just have to, um, get the right program together early enough and get the bikes and everything to do it properly. Cause I'm not going to half-ass it if I'm going to do it, right. I'm doing three or whatnot. So, um, I think in the future I'd like to, it's kind of one of my bucket list things to do. So, right. What about, uh, what about little, what about little babies in the future? When does that start happening? Oh man, I think my wife, uh, my wife would like to tell you tomorrow, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I think uh, in the future here, somewhat soon, I would imagine. But uh, <laughs> right now, you know, we're just loving life, traveling and hanging out at dirt bike tracks. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, okay, buddy. Well, hey, I appreciate uh, appreciate you taking the time and talking and telling me what day of the week it is. That helped. <laughs> yeah. No worries, no worries. Okay, well, yeah, well, thanks for taking the time. I know you're going to hit the road. Like you say, it's uh, it's raining here, but it's not raining where you are, so that's cool. Um, no, yeah, yeah I'm, about to, I'm about to get out of the truck here and go put some gear on and go ride some dirt bikes. Okay, who else is there today? Uh, Tiger Wood. Oh, nice. Um, Heath Fisher, and I think uh, Maddie Jorgensen. I think Maddie's riding today, too. So. Oh, I saw I him on the... Small group of us today. Everybody else has gone racing, so... It'll be a pretty relaxed day in the office today. Okay. Well, hey, good luck. Have fun. Uh, I guess I'll probably bump into you this weekend. Uh, well, tomorrow, tomorrow, walking around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got to get my account. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. I'll probably see you up there tomorrow. All right, man. Do you want to uh, say thanks to anyone here? We'll let you get uh, go hit the track. Uh, honestly, just I mean, <laughs> the whole team on a Canada GDR Fox Racing. Um, my wife um, for putting up with this crazy lifestyle. And um, yeah, I mean, honestly, just everybody kind of has our back. I think we're coming into 2024, I think we are now, and <laughs> in a good spot. And um, the whole, all the guys at the compound and everybody, um, just everybody helped me out. I think it's, uh, we have a good program and big things to come, I guess. Nice. All right, Dylan. Well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Cheers, Billy. Thank you. See you, man. Bye bye. Bye bye.